Are you stuck in an endless loop of trying to quit porn only to relapse again and again? You know you need to stop, but you just can't seem to break the cycle of this relapse. Sometimes you are seven days in and you find yourself into relapse. Sometimes you're doing very well, maybe 30 days, 90 days. But again, you find yourself in this cycle of relapse. But what makes this relapse so um, so difficult for you sometimes might be maybe there are some content you even promise yourself you're, not, you're probably not going to be watching. But as soon as you fall back into the relapse, you're not just watching, watching the same content. We are actually going about spending more time it seems you are not going deeper and deeper into looking for some extreme content and that is what i'll be addressing in this particular episode so sit tight and be ready to enjoy the ride i'll see you in this episode hi and welcome to this particular episode um, this episode is so interesting it's something i'm very passionate about why is that because i've learned so much probably about i mean from the time i've always promised myself i'm gonna stop watching porn many many things i tried some of the things if i look back now as to some of the things i said i was gonna do and i'll just laugh at myself thinking how in the world do I think I was going to experience freedom or recovery from this kind of approach? And that is what I would like us to discuss in this um, particular podcast. Because, because what you tend to find out is that so, you, you might be listening to me and be getting frustrated. So much frustrated thinking, Elisha, you don't know how much I've invested into this. But man, I just, I just can't seem to pass the seven days or even the 14 days landmark. No matter what I do, I always find myself back again. And to make the matter worse, I will find myself doing things that are so bad and I will just beat myself up and beat myself up. Now, let me establish this foundation before we move ahead. One thing I want you to promise me from listening to this podcast is this. From henceforth, no matter how many times you relapse, let me repeat this again. No matter how many times you relapse promise me you will stop beating yourself up you will stop condemning yourself you stop telling yourself how bad you are promise me you're going to do that because whether you tell yourself how bad you are or you're such a failure none of those words will help you going forward actually those words will so much mix with so much wreck so much havoc in your mindset that will actually makes you become weaker so i want you to promise me that you will eliminate totally all those self-condemning all those self-limitation words all those self self-condemning words to use against yourself each time you relapse it's not worth it it's not so in this uh, particular episode as to how do you then undo relapse the very first thing I want us to do is to understand what what are the reasons why we relapse. Because it's good for you. Let's establish the foundation first. Because if you can understand why you relapse, then you will understand how best to undo the relapse. Now, the first thing I want you to bear in mind is what I call the wrong mindset. The wrong mindset. When I mean the wrong mindset is this. Whenever 
um, having a conversation or I'm having a, um, I'm having a speech or Q and A. One of the key questions you will hear people say is this, Oh, Elisha, Oh, how long will it take me to recover? And you, this, I can tell you, if I go into any conference or any um, Q and A session, I can guarantee that that question will have, I'll have more of that question than any other question. Oh, Elisha, how long will it take me to recover? So rather than answering, I mean, answering the question, I'll go, I'll, I'll represent the question. I said, okay, now that you ask me, how long will it take you to recover? The man's question will be, how long have you been consuming porn? Um, Elisha, I mean, I've been doing it for over a decade, close to seven years, eight years, 12 years, 14 years, 15 years, 20 years. Oh, so if you've been consuming the content for over this period of time, do you think seven days, five days, 14 days, Will give you the results you need oh yes elisha i can i think it should it should give me that okay that's good what what process do you have in place um what do you mean process oh but you said you want to achieve your recovery in seven days 14 days so what plans what steps what structure do you have in place um i don't think you need a structure oh you don't think so and that is the biggest question that's the biggest challenge many guys tend to have and i'm trying to i'm trying i'm trying to help you understand that you having a wrong mindset could be the number one hindrance to you finding yourself in a constant circle of relapse. So the question is, when you decide to embark on the journey towards recovery, the very first thing you need to tell yourself is, look, I'm about to embark on this journey. I know I'm going to attain my freedom, but at the same time, I must be willing to do whatever it requires to attain my freedom so meaning you need to reposition your mindset correctly you need to ensure that not only are you telling yourself that oh elisha i'm going to have and i'm going to achieve my recovery not only that i'm going to also have a plan which moves us to the second point because not only should you be telling yourself you want to achieve freedom. I, do you know how many times I would tell myself back in the days, every new year, believe me, every new year goals are resolution. The first item on my on my notepad is always, oh, twist this year, I'm going to stop watching porn. This is it. This is the end of it. I'm going to be a better guy. I mean, that is the end of porn. <laughs> Guess what? As soon as I finish writing noting it down okay i'm gonna achieve these blah 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 probably maybe by 12 noon the goal is out of the window because having a goal without a plan is like a man thinking of um planting or having the best harvest without planting anything or putting any structure in place that will help not only the seeds to germinate but to ensure that the seed is planted in the right condition has the right, um, what they call it, nutrients in order for the harvest to come aright. So the question is, yes, you want to attain freedom, but do you actually have a plan to support your recovery? That's number two. Number three, now you have a, you have a goal. You also have a plan. Do you actively, do you see the word I'm using here? Do you actively engage the plan you see i used to work in um after, after, i used to work within the projects and the program environment I've, I've had the opportunity 
to um, to lead major complex programs um, from restoration to building mega uh, what do you call it power stations um, underground transportation facilities and one of the key things you will see that in my program I always drive across I think I learned this actually from when I was from becoming um, a project manager as to becoming a planning um, head of planning strategic planners and stuff like that no matter how good your plan is I can I don't care I don't care how many teams that you have in the planning team because then the the more complex the program or the project the more planners you need but there's one quote that you always hear from every seasoned project manager or planner is this you need to be actively I mean actively engaging and driving your plan forward you need to be on top of the plan if you are to ensure that not only does the project succeed but you use the plan to to alert or to identify potential obstacles that could happen way ahead before everybody before we get to that point you have what you call the look ahead the daily report you understand okay for this particular task we're doing is there a potential risk is there potential and resource gaps that we need to identify before we arrive at that point likewise your recovery yes you have a plan but are you effectively engaging the plan if you're not engaging the plan and you wake up every morning you don't have any activities to to engage or to help you develop the right habits you wake up every morning thinking okay uh today i'm just gonna ensure i take uh, my journal to to to, to be proud i haven't watched porn today i heard that a lot i heard that a lot oh elijah i'm 14 days clean okay fantastic what have you learned in 14 days about yourself what have you developed in 14 days about yourself um what do you mean oh you're counting i'm not saying it's not good to track i'm not saying it's bad to count but in that 14 days what have you learned and they just go quiet and that is what your plan helps you to do now I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna be going deeper into why the importance of the plan, but the reason why many, many, like I said, relapses, number one, wrong mindset. Number two, you have a goal without a plan to support the goal. Number three, you are not you are not effectively, aggressively engaging your plan. So you're confused as to why you find yourself in a relapse. We're still laying the foundation as to why you relapse. And the last point here as to why you relapse is this. Yes, you have a plan. Yes, you are engaging the plan. But do you take time to review why a particular activity within your plan or a particular um, steps or task that you promised yourself you're probably going to do, but you're not engaging those tasks? You Yes, you've written down the item. Yeah, you write it down. Oh, yes, you commit yourself to the, oh, yes, you actually do block timing. You actually block out the time. But when it comes to the time for you to engage, you are not interested. So these are the things I want you to have in mind as to why you might find yourself in constant relapse. It's so important. It's so, so, so important. Because if you do not um, take time out to understand as to why, 
handling your relapse will be a very, very, uh, to be honest, to be very, very difficult things to undo. So now that we've looked at why we relapse, the next thing we need to look at then is how then do you handle relapse? How then do you handle your relapse? So, like I said, the key thing you need to first of all understand is a place of mindset. Mindset. You see, many, unfortunately, I, I don't know where, why, why guys tend to do this. So I don't know why. Having spent so much time watching porn, we've invested hours, hundreds of hours, thousands of hours, not only in, in investing, but we've actually used those hours to train our brain, to train our memory, to train our body in such a way that without thinking about it, there's a way we respond to certain pictures or certain sounds or certain touch. And because we make a decision for a change, because you you wake up one day and said, Elisha, I think now is the time for the change. Because you made the decision for a change does not mean your recovery will be linear. I've always said it many times over and over. Your journey towards recovery will never be linear. If you tell me that, Elisha, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually, I've actually um, and be enjoying freedom. I've never in my life relapsed from day one. Uh, I will find that very, very difficult to believe. One of the key things, one of the key foundation baseline I always said to people, you will relapse. I want you to have that at the back of your mind. You will relapse. Moving to point number two. But when you relapse, what do you then do? What do you do when you relapse? If you remember what I said to you earlier, that I want you to eliminate this from your vocabulary. Stop, stop telling yourself you're not good enough. Stop telling yourself you cannot attain this. Stop telling yourself you will never be able to break this porn habit. Stop telling yourself that. You need to eliminate all those limiting belief words from your vocabulary. So the mindset, you must have the right mindset that look, Yes, I'm going to recover. Yes, I'm going to live a life of total freedom. But at the same time, there will be obstacles. There will be time I will sleep up. And when I sleep up, the question is, what do I do? Which then move us to the second point. I never knew the importance of this. I never. The only time I knew the importance of this was when I embarked on my own recovery I promised myself, okay, yes, I was going to practice abstinence, um, no more sex until I got married. I was very proud of myself. Oh, I was riding on high. I was so proud of myself. So then I was dating a girl from America and um, she came over. Oh, somebody said, well, I hope this girl's not living in your house. I was like, of course, she's leaving my house. She's staying in a separate room. You know, guess what? You know the way this, this story is going to end. I was someone that was having sex every day for seven days a week with different kind of girls. Now I'm having a girl next to my room. Before you knew what was going on, uh, I don't want to go back. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I relapsed. I was having sex. I said to myself, oh boy, oh boy. Man, oh man, you've missed it. Because I was never honest to myself. I was never honest to tell myself 
I do know how the right um not only do I know how the right mindset, I've not built the right character, I've not built the right habits, I've not built the right resistance within myself. Even though if I've done all those things, the last thing I should be doing is to put something around me that will cause me to sleep, which I did. So in your own case, you might have said to yourself, Elisha, yes, I'm not going to relapse. Yes, I've identified my triggers. But at the same time, have you taken time to study your relapse whenever it occurs? Because this is where the power comes in, the ability to take time rather than spending time beating up yourself as to okay elijah i'm such a bad person i'm such a bad person why don't you spend all those energy into okay what did i do wrong here how what was the first thought or the environment or what could be the situation that trigger this relapse you're going to understand that the moment you relapse there are preceding activities that could have occurred you know, and I know, you could have been thinking about watching the porn, masturbating. These are preceding activities that would have occurred on the ground. You taking out the final act or acting out the behavior is you finally saying to yourself, you know what, let me just watch and enjoy what I need to do. So rather than focusing on the behavior of you watching the porn or masturbating, I want to walk, go backward, step back and ask yourself, okay, was the what was the trigger what was the situation what was the threat or could i was have i taken time to study what could have resulted into this particular uh, behavior this is what you need to do i've already said you see there's this quote i got from um there's, uh, there's a quote i got from um from this um from, from a book i read i love this quote so much and it says system determines behavior a system determines the behavior now i want you to imagine just imagine with me for a second you you have a tap in your house a tap that runs water you turn on the tap when you turn on the tap you expect clean water to come out of the tap that's your expectation now when you turn on the tap and what you're getting is on the clean water the water looks colored the water is dirty and you keep beating up yourself that oh why is this water dirty but you, you you beat up yourself as to why the water is dirty but you've never taken time to ask yourself what could be the underlying result why we're getting unclean water what could be the root cause of this so meaning in your own case look at okay let's go back to this example meaning in order for us to identify the root cause of the brown water we don't need to be focusing as to the output, which is what we're getting already. The water is colored. The water is dirty. We can then do a. We can then walk backward. Do is there any leakage in the pipe? Could there be anything coming through the pipe? We've done the analysis. Oh, there's nothing coming through the pipe. We walk backward. Oh, we check where we're actually extracting the water from. Oh, wow! By the time you got to the point where you where you're extracting the water from, either a lake or whatever it is you realize that oh there's been a breach wow this so this is where the result was so the result was in the pipe the result was in the tap the result is not your home the result is the source the source where the water is being drawn from likewise in your own life you need to have a system think about it and i said it earlier many want freedom 
but they've not taken time to understand the existing system they have currently placed themselves what do i mean your environment is made up of you have your environment all those triggers that you used to that used to give you um the incentives for you to go and search for porn all those things still exist but you have you now set yourself based on this existing environment call it the existing system i expect recovery and freedom don't you think that is a joke and that is why i've always said to people whenever you find yourself relapse 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 you need to take time to understand what system which is made up of your plans i'm not going to spend time on planning this particular uh podcast but your system is majorly a makeup of your plan which will constitute the stats of as to when you want to start your recovery your plan should include all the triggers all the threats you've identified not only did you identify the threat but you've also identified um tasks to mitigate each of those steps and threats you've identified your plan is a living document so whenever you relapse you should go back to your system to your plan to your threat and your trigger and ask yourself question was this particular trigger did i have the right uh, mitigation steps in place that could have helped me to avoid this obstacle these are the strategic questions you should be asking yourself and as you could see i said to you rather than wasting your energy or your effort on beating up yourself i will step back take a piece of paper sorry not sorry not a piece of paper here actually a journal a proper journal and you start drawing or mapping out mapping out how you end up having or experiencing a relapse for every time you relapse you must be able to map it out clearly on your journal please don't think this true your journal is your bible that is where you are reviewing you are identifying threats you are putting a strategy and mitigation steps against each of those threats or triggers you've identified so that is why i call it a system a living system so your system should help you to refine your behavior which is the output and what is the behavior the behavior here is this i will stop watching porn how will stop masturbating that is the goal that those are the set of behaviors you would like to achieve but in order for you to achieve those behavior there must be a system that powers those uh, that, that that powers or that will help you achieve those set of behaviors that is very important have you taken time to review your activities the activities that will help you to cultivate new habits remember you are trying to change the behavior the behavior here is what everyday relapse to change the behavior we need to work on cultivating new habits this is how best you manage your relapse so if you take take time to just review and quietly meditate on what i've just discussed in this particular episode you will come to this understanding that not only is relapse actually a good thing but relapse is actually an opportunity for you to 
find gaps, gaps or things you've, you've not taken time to identify previously while you are putting together your plan, your list of triggers and threats. This relapse, or anytime you have a relapse, this will help you to refine your plan, will help you to refine the mitigating steps you will take before this setting I am triggers occur. Your threat document or your trigger document is a living document that will help you to plan ahead, that will help you to put practical steps, practical um, practical tools in place to mitigate the potential of relapse in the future. Your plan is a living document. If you don't have a plan, you need a plan. You need a plan. The plan is your living document on this journey towards recovery. I hope everything we've discussed in this particular episode um, will help you. I know it will help you. All I need from you is just take time. Spend time on putting together a good plan. Remember, a system determines a behavior. If you are looking at a particular behavior here, which is everyday relapse, you need to go back and look at the system you have in place. And if you don't have a system in place, meaning you are still operating in your existing environment, nothing has changed. Um, the, so the friends you have that you believe are key triggers or you're still old on, um, maybe you, sh you should have cut off any form of um, sexual um, relationship all those things are still there. Uh, maybe you should have caught off going to clubs, bars for now, or spending so much time on the internet, TikTok, Twitter. Maybe you are still operating in an existing environment, which is a system, meaning you need to build up a new system if you are to achieve or if you are to attain a new behavior. This is how you successfully reduce your relapse as you embark on your journey towards recovery. Now, if you ask me a question, okay, Elisha, what do I do? There are fantastic resources on our page. Please go to elishacolladay.com slash resources. There are fantastic resources that are a package to help you on this journey. I know you can do it. I know that for a fact, because if I can do it, I know you can also do it. Stay blessed and see you in another episode. Bye for now.